Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the podcast where three friends work together to solve a homemade escape room, except for this week where I've got the puzzles and the other two must escape. I'm Ben and today I'm drinking an old peculiar and locked in with me this week we have... Me, I'm Mike, and I'm drinking a delicious Shiraz Rosé, because I'm old enough to admit now that I like the occasional dry rosé, and it's very tasty. And I'm Alid, and I'm drinking a Hardy's Crest Shiraz. Shiraz Rosé, or? Uh, red. Always red. So, how does it work? Each week we'll get locked into one of the Infinite Escape Room's many themed escape rooms. We'll have to solve a series of puzzles in order to escape. If we get stuck, we can ask for a clue, but that will add a minute onto our time. If we don't escape within an hour, then terrible things shall befall us. So, are we ready? Yes, I am. This week in the Infinite Escape Room, carpet tiles stretch out across a wide room littered with desks and dividers, fluorescent tubes simply flickering above. Along the walls are doors with signs like Thunder Meeting Room and Video Conference and John Butts. Hang on a second, we were here last week. <laughs> yes, we were. I thought Ben had gone crazy. The doors behind us are locked, but there are no whimsical padlocks. On the door is a note. The Infinite Escape Room is having problems generating rooms. Please amuse yourselves while we try to fix the issue. The room looks very similar to how it did last week. Would you care to glance around it? I would very much care too. That sounds like a delight. Okay, so um, the room is basically how we left it. Um, It's got the same puzzles in as it did last time, although we suspect they've probably been solved. To the left of you, you have the kitchenette. Just along from that, you've got the thunder meeting room. Along the back wall, you've got the video conferencing suite. In the top right, you've got John Butson's corner office. Then along the right-hand wall, you've got three private meeting rooms, one of which we went into last week, and you've got a set of toilets. To the wall, to the right of you, there is a post-in, post-out hatch, and in the room in front of you, there are eight desks. Okay. Don't know about you, Mike, but I'm quite drawn to the um, the post-in, post-out hatch. I am as well, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, can we have a look at that, please, Ben? Of course you can. So the post-in, post-out hatch is a um, sort of a, a metal plate on the wall. It says post-in, post-out. There are two keyholes uh, in the top of it. And then there's a, a metal hatch which um, should open for post to go in and post to go out. There is a note on the hatch that reads, The room generator 5000 has been removed. Solve the puzzles <laughs> in this room to find two keys and the room generator 5000. And don't forget... If you don't escape within the hour, I'll be hanging you out to dry. This is McHildred. From who Diz McHildred? Mrs. McHildred. I don't know why I heard Diz. Probably because uh, of my crap uh, enunciation. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so we need to solve puzzles and retrieve the puzzle generator. Um, okay, so, Alad, I know that Ben is an absolute sod for a kitchen. If there's one man who wants to hide a clue in a cutlery drawer, it's Ben. So, you know, I had a completely different tangent, and... Knowing Ben, video conferencing suite? Oh, of course, because of the thing he does for the money-earning activity. Mm. Is this going to be about codex, do you think? Can we get to the video conferencing suite, please, Ben? Of course. So you uh, you walk down the room and you try to push on the door to the video conferencing suite. It doesn't so much seem as locked as to kind of not really be existent at all. You try to peer through the, through the little um, window of the door, and it's, the window is basically a picture of the room inside. We must presume that the uh, room generator didn't get around to generating this room. <laughs> so, returning to the kitchenette, if we can. Of course. Ben, Ben's favourite um, bit of any location. What would you, uh, would you like to have just a, a brief description of the kitchenette? Uh, yeah, that'd be great. 
So you're sort of standing sort of uh, in front of the kitchenette and to the left of you is the vending machine and uh, along from there is an L-shaped bit of worktop going along the wall and into the corner. Uh, on the other end of the L there is a, a sink. Above the counter you've got some cupboards and below the counters you've got a double cupboard under the sink, a dishwasher and some bins. That sounds familiar. Um, what's in the vending machine? A list of nondescript fizzy drinks. In fact, you can't really even tell what they are. They're just sort of vague uh, outlines of letters that you can't really kind of make out. How much are they? It doesn't say. Could, is it the um, is it one where you just push a button to select what you want, or is it the one where you've got to put in a code? No, you, you select out of uh, out of three of them. Can I push the Sorry. middle button? You press the middle button. It says no vend. Um, the top button says no vend. And the bottom button. No vend. All three buttons at once. No vend. <laughs> Top two buttons. No vend. Bottom two buttons. No vend. Okay, Top let's, let's not... <laughs> no vend. No let's not be silly and press them... One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. No vend. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, Ben, your, <laughs> your kitchen head... You're actually, Alad, you are right, this does sound familiar. Is there anything in the cupboards under the sink? Cupboards under the sink contain a number of empty cleaning product bottles, uh, bleach, kitchen um, spray, that that kind of thing. Okay. And the cupboards over the worktop? Over the worktop, there is um, cups, mugs, and plates. And the dishwasher? The dishwasher has a note on it saying, out of order, and you open it up and it is empty. Is there anything in the sink? Uh, you go up to the sink, and there is a note in the sink saying that the sink is blocked and needs flushing. Can we turn the tap? You turn the tap, and nothing comes out. Hmm. Blocked and needs flushing. Ooh. Okay, then there might be something else in the room that could help us with <gasps> the toilets. Yes, to the toilet! To the bogs! You push on the door to the toilets, and it opens. And you go through, and there are four sinks, and there are four cubicles, and there is also a locker. Mike needs to go back to the kitchen. We didn't take the bottles with us. We need the empty bottles, don't we? Oh, now there's a clever idea. Yes, yes. Can we can we go and pick up those empty bottles, please, Ben? Of course, you go and collect the empty bottles, and then you go back into the toilets. Yes, we had four sinks, four cubicles. Presumably four bottles. Uh, there was a couple of bottles, so two two bottles, one each. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. Oh, we could just take them out. You want to? You want what? You want to fill them up with the water? Yes. You go to each of the sinks in turn and find that none of them work either. Hmm. The toilets too. Can we get to the toilets? You go into the toilets. There is not only no water in the in the bowls of the toilets, but um, pulling on the uh, on the chain uh, also releases no water. Can we get in the um, the top of the toilet? Uh, no, it's sealed and uh, away above the ceiling. And would you fit? I don't think I'd fit in a cistern. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so. Let's inspect some of the other things in here. Uh, in the so let's see, we had our four sinks, our four cubicles, and two bottles that we brought in with us, and a locker. Oh, and a locker! Um, Can we take a look at the locker? Of course. So the uh, locker has a rather unusual-looking combination lock. Uh, each of the wheels spin zero to nine, and there are grouped four wheels, then a dash, then two wheels, then a dash, then two wheels, four wheels, then a dash, then two wheels, and a dash, then two wheels, two wheels, and they're all zero to nine. Yes. Okay, that's quite the locker. <laughs> and there's no notes around the locker or anything to that effect? None whatsoever. This is outrageous. The Infinite Escape Room runs on post-it notes. <laughs> it's a single biggest import. Um, but, 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 okay, Alad, I feel that we've kind of tapped out what we can do at the moment in the toilets. Shall we inspect the other areas and see what we find? 
Yeah. Um, the eight desks. Yes. Mm. Are they set out in any particular pattern? So it's a set of desks um, that are have, have dividers, and there are four along one side and four along another. Okay. Can we take a look at the, I guess, take a look at the desks, I suppose, in order, going from, let's see, closest to the door we came in from on the left forwards? Along the left-hand side, so the one sort of closest to the, to the kitchenette. Yes. That is basically a blank cubicle. You've got a desk, you've got a twizzly chair, but that's it. There's no monitors, there's no cables, there's no nothing. Moving along to the next desk is Alid's puzzle from last week, uh, with all the props that we saw last week. Moving along to the next one, it's very much like the first, completely empty, and so is the next. You move around to the other side, completely empty, uh, going down now, completely empty. The next one isn't completely empty. It has a Oh, so this this is the second from the bottom on the right. Yes, so opposite the one of Alid's puzzle last week. Mm-hmm. There is a disgusting smell coming from somewhere around this desk and there is some sort of congealing liquid uh gathering at the bottom of the stack of drawers. There's um also you remember last week on on the uh, on the on Alid's puzzle there were um pictures of a, a little ginger family. Um well, very similar looking pictures are on this desk except all of the family members have been torn out apart from the apart from the man. Um they're sort of like dotted around the desk. It's all rather weird. This took a dark turn. Mm, um, or, or should I say a red turn? I don't know. <laughs> so the second drawer you said has got a congealing liquid in the bottom of it. There's uh, there's there's congealing liquid coming out of the stack of drawers. Coming out of the, can we open the top drawer, not the second drawer? You can open the top drawer, and there is an array of pens and pencils. Oh god! And the second drawer. Second drawer has some blank pieces of paper. And and yeah, what's in the stinky drawer? I guess that's what's on our lips. The bottom drawer looks like you would uh, stand up files in it. It's kind of a, a fair bit deeper. You pull open the bottom drawer, and there is a hefty, hairy lump of meat. It's got bits of ginger hair stuck to it. It's got half ping pong balls for eyes and a drawing pin mouth. It reeks. <laughs> Yeah, what does it reek of? It just it just smells like death. It's been there for quite some time, and the office is kind of warm. Hmm. Actually, if it's anything like my office, then anything fresh left out in there for half a day just turns to that. So that could have been in there basically when we came in. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Uh, can we take a, a closer look at the death head, please? Of course. You um, you pinch your noses because you can't really stand the smell. <laughs> you take a closer look and uh, the, uh, the the clumps of ginger hair look like they might have been collected from the uh, from the chap's desk next door. There's little sort of ping pong balls for eyes and a little smiley mouth made out of drawing pins. Crucially, does this look like a piece of meat or an actual head? It looks like a lump of meat. Oh, thank Good. goodness. Because <laughs> I suppose once everything's sort of decayed to a certain point, everything's just meat, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> just sort of dry cured or air aged in this case. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Would you like to carry on along the desks? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's one desk we've not looked at, isn't there? And the final desk is empty like all the others. You jerk. Allard. Yes. If I recall the mechanics of your puzzle correctly, we had a fish tank full of water and a load of stick insects. Manny for stick insects. Water, indeed. Yes, we did. So, on Allard's, um, on sorry, not Allard's desk, on the desk that Allard made, yes, in the previous episode, is there still a a large tank of water? There is a large tank of water with a single guppy fish in it. Yes, perfect. Should we just rock the water? That sounds lovely. Yeah, let's fill up some uh, fill up some bottles. I mean, you can uh, this uh, tank you can actually pick up. So, if you'd like to to pick the tank up, that that would be easier or you can just use the bottles up to you if you grab one side michael grab the other yeah i really wanted to pick this up last week so i'll be even happier to pick it up now where are we going with this 
Uh, to the sink. So you take the tank over to the sink, and I guess you pour it down the sink. Oh, not all of it. We might need to use the bogs later. So you uh, you carefully pour the water down the sink, and it spins around the plug hole and goes down. And um, the fish. Oh shit! We didn't take the fish out. <laughs> plops over, and that goes down as well. Oh no! Now you hear a burbling, and from the plug hole you see a little key appear. It's attached to a little cork. So you found one of your keys. Hey, corky! If you like it, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ben kicks himself. Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> there was a corker, Alad. I'm leaving this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing Chris isn't here. He'd have like, Chris would go into anaphylactic <laughs> shock after that pun. That was. <laughs> okay, so we've solved Puzzle the First. We have, I say, I believe at remaining to us, we still have um, John Buttress's office in the corner. You do? And the printer room. Private meeting room. Yep, I can't read my own handwriting still. Private meeting room. <gasps> Alad, we have meat. <laughs> we have we have private meat. <laughs> it's gone off. No. We have private meat. That no, could be connected. No no, no. no, no, not you and me, you perverts. No, no I mean the one we found no, in the ginger it, desk. No. Um, shall we, based on the fact that this key was solved by using last week's puzzle, visit the office? That sounds... Like a clever person's idea. Yes. Uh, which office are you are you visiting? Uh, John Buttresses. John Butson's. So you. Butson, uh, that's it. You pop along to John Butson's office. He's still there, slumbering on top of the photocopier, just where you left him, uh, with his hands bound with his belt, just like you left him, Alid. Um, and the room is basically exactly the same. Stinks mildly of sick and whiskey. But we've got water left over from the fish tank. Uh, you do. We could wake him up. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Actually, Alad, after what after what you and Ben put him through unnecessarily um, last week, feels yeah. Selective <laughs> memory block. I have no recollection. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we take a look at the private meeting room, please? Uh, of course, you can. So there are three private meeting rooms, two of which you didn't visit last week, and one of which you did. Okay, can we take a look at the uh, the room closest to John Butson's room, please? Okay, so you push on the on the door, and very much like the video conferencing suite, you, you get less of a feeling that the door is locked, and really that it's just not a door. Okay. Are there, normally outside private meeting rooms, there's like a little placard saying when there's a meeting scheduled or anything like that? It just says private meeting room. On all three of them? Yes. Can we take a look at the remaining private meeting room that we didn't visit the week before? Of course you can. Um, that is much the same as the first, I'm afraid. It uh, looks like a, a room that you can't get in. Or perhaps not a room at all. But. Do you just like saying but? Or? Yes. Which leaves us with the Thunder meeting room. Oh, I forgot about the Thunder room. <laughs> Boom! <How? laughs> Welcome to the Thunder Dome. Is possibly the line. I've never seen the film. You uh, head over to the Thunder meeting room and you pop open the door. It's a dimly lit room uh, with a projector in front of you and a projection what projection board? What what do you call it? Projector yeah. screen. It's projector screen. A projector screen um, hanging down from the the ceiling on the other side of the room. This projector though doesn't look like a kind of projector that you get in a modern office with. Uh, you plug the computer into. This has got sort of like it looks like it's got slides in. There is also a small computer off to the off to the side. Hmm. Um, are we able to switch the projector on at all? You switch the projector on and you hear a humming, but uh, nothing appears on the screen. Can we turn the monitor on? The monitor. Sorry, um, can we take the cap? Is there a cap on the projector lens? Uh, no, there's not. Okay. 
Ah, good thinking, though. You uh, you do see two wheels uh, on it that look like they should be connected, but uh, the band that connects them seems to have snapped and is no longer present. Uh, like a like like two wheels of like film or two wheels of like with an elastic band kind of it, with like an elastic band. And one of the desks had a drawer full of pens and knickknacks. One of the desks did the, have a drawer. Yeah, the desk with the meat head, the top drawer, had pens and odds and sods. Should we see if there's any rubber bands in there? To the desk. So you pop along to the desk and you open that top drawer, holding your noses because it really does reek round here. And there are pens and there are pencils, but that's it. Um, You say that the um, the little thing appears to have snapped. Yes. Is it still there? No. Darn. Can we twiddle the both ends with our handy poos? No, no, they definitely have to be moved together. Ah, okay. So could we not hold one each and move them together? Uh, no. What if we were super in sync? <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, no, I don't, I don't think that would work, Michael. Uh, let's, let's, let's give it a try. Alad, do you know Backstreet, Back or Right, whatever their name of that song is? No. Oh, because we could we could use that to heart to like synchronize and then then twist at the same time and work out whatever like crazy latency we're currently working with on Discord. <laughs> It wouldn't be the first of my puzzles that resulted in a song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. A song you all know. Uh, Through Fire and Flames. What? Oh, come on now. <laughs> well, it's fine. We'll just like hum the intro. I can't hear you. <laughs> I, th- I figured you'd join in halfway. I don't remember that in the song at all. Yeah, maybe this isn't going to work. It's like a really crap uh, <laughs> guess the intro round on, but never mind the buzzbox. <laughs> yes. Uh, you said there was a computer as well. Can we take a little look at the old computer, please? You uh, you can. So the computer is a, is a thin client. It looks like it would be um, very restrictive. Um, would you like to pop it on? Yes, please. So you, uh, you, you, you pop the computer on and you see in front of you Internet Explorer 6. <laughs> displaying <laughs> one, the infiniteescaperoom.com. Hooray! Woo! Well, that, that's doubled our hits for the month. Wait a minute. <laughs> what page is it on? Uh, just the front page. Did you say it was a thin client earlier? It is. Is that a um, a make or a, a, a posh techie term? Uh, <laughs> so a thin client is um, generally a very, very, very uh, low-powered computer that gets what it displays from a remote system. So it's sort of like um, Citrix or something like that. Huh. Do we need to find the host system? Are you... Are we on the right podcast? Are we, have we wandered <laughs> on to Tech Point Zero? <laughs> hmm. Okay. So it's on the Infinite Escape Room, on the main page. Yes. Now, fortunately, I know that Ben doesn't have the password to the main page at the moment, so it's unlikely he's hidden a clue for me on the front page. Very unlikely. But I'll take a look just in case. If, um, if I could offer you a clue? Yes. You don't have enough information yet. Oh. Interesting. Have we seen everything there is to see on the computer? No, but you don't have enough information yet to proceed. Okay. What have we not yet explored, Alad? Uh, let me have a look. Oh, we haven't been back into the obvious room yet. Have we not? No, we haven't. We've just, we just know it's there. Would you like to pop in? Yes, yes please. Of course. So you go into uh, private meeting room number two. It's basically as, as it was before. Uh, on the desk, there is a phone that you used to get out last time. Um, there's a plant in the corner, an abstract picture on the wall. That's about it. Is there still a key? On the desk. No, you used that to get out last week. Tarnation. I thought somebody would reset this. Yeah, poor TripAdvisor review. Jog my memory. The phone. Yes. When you try and turn it on, what comes on? It had a phone icon that was greyed out. It had a messages icon that was greyed out. And it had a torch app. That was it. And there was nothing actually inscribed on the phone or anything like that, was there? 
No, but the uh, there was a pin number to get in, which was 1234, and there was a post note on the back that said 1234. But Alid's wonderful deduction meant that he didn't oh. need the uh, post-it note. <laughs> well, let's let's grab the oh, phone. Yes. <laughs> Let, let's let's grab the phone because phones are always useful things to have. Indeed. And this one's got a flashlight on it, which we may be able to use to solve other spooky mysteries. Oh. Um, I'm wondering if we need to somehow um, solve the locker puzzle How in are we order to proceed. Do that without. Um... Oh, uh, there's well, three. Basically, there's three numbers to get into the um, the locker, isn't there? Uh, eight. I've got. Is it? Yeah, I've got four um, not to nine tumblers with a space and then oh, two not right. to nine tumblers and the space and then two more. Right. Could be a phone number, a bad phone number for a country that's not got many phones. Uh, the desk with the, the death smell, was there anything else on top of the desk apart from obviously the stench emanating from... No. So you recall the picture from last week that uh, had the, the ginger man and his ginger family? Yes. I'm guessing that he's needed to replace the picture a number of times because whoever's on this desk opposite him has uh, ripped out his family members and sort of stuck them into frames in little collage arrangements. So uh, we can presume, I guess, that this person's got maybe a uh, something of an infatuation of this, this ginger chap. Hmm. That feels relevant. Right. Um, jog my memory. In the kitchen, was there a knife? There was not. Was there a spoon or a fork no. or any sort of cutlery? There was no cutlery. In fact, when you think back, there were no drawers. And cutlery can only live in drawers. This is true. Because you'd have to be an animal to put it in the cupboard. As has been mentioned before, I've got one drawer. It has cutlery in. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm thinking, do we split the meat head open? Oh, I thought you were going to say split the steak and eat it. Oh, yeah. Ben has had to, like desecrate a corpse before hasn't he is one of his puzzles yes yeah yeah let's pull it to bits so you try to but it's just it's it's just oozing with with liquid and your hands just slide right off you cannot get purchase of this of this piece of meat can we get purchase on the eyes yes they, they can they quite happily ping off is there anything behind the eyes meat not the windows to the soul then drat no not in this bit god that's quite prophetic oh, not prophetic profound isn't it eyes are the window to the center of your oozing meat um, <laughs> oh, oh, could have been yeah hmm, bum, 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 bum. this is a bim tickler so things that we have not yet solved are the mystery of um sexy ron weasley and his necrotic chum and the locker and the projector uh, but yeah, so, the so the meat i i think i've got to say is on a on a plate so you could pick it up and move it somewhere where would benefit from the kitchen, Bin. but what? If there's no microwave in the kitchen, is there? There is no microwave. Not in this kitchen. Nope. What a terrible office kitchen. Aren't they all? I know you come to think of it, there's no even like tea and coffee making facilities. And that's just a tragedy. And the dishwasher's out of order. Yes. So we can't wash this dish. No. Um. So we could move this around. Um. Oh, can we? This is going to sound really dumb. Can we take our little cork key and stick it? In the slot for the post box and just turn it. Of course you can. It turns freely. So it is the correct key. I don't forget that there are two keyholes. Hmm, yeah. What about trying it in the other keyhole? So you try to pull out the key. It doesn't come out, so you have to turn it all the way back round again. And uh, it'll also fit into the other keyhole and turn can, around. Can we turn... Oh, I see, but you've got to have it like back to lock position to remove the key. Absolutely. You have to have two of them. Um, hmm. The Thin Client PC. Yes. You said it had IE6 open on our website. 
on yes. infiniteescaperoom.com. Yes. Are we able to minimize that window and look at any other applications on there? So you uh, going back to the thin client, it appears that uh, it is working in kiosk mode, which means that not only can you not minimize this application, this appears to be the only application running, but you can also not change the address of the page that you're on. You can navigate within the website, but you can't change to a different website. Can we navigate within the website? Sure. What, what, where, where, where do you want to click? Well, wherever the answer is. Can we click there? <laughs> <laughs> Tell uh, me what the answer is and I'll uh, allow you to click there. <laughs> sure. So, can we... But like I say, you've, you've not got enough information yet. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a... I feel that if we can find a rubber band in this office somewhere. Um, or does it need to be a rubber band? <gasps> oh, hang on. John Butson had a belt. Oh, isn't that a bit big? Um, I don't know. I mean, John Butson's got pants as well. I suppose we could just use his pants. Um, just use the, like, his knicker elastic. Can we go and um, can we go to John Butson's office, please, and nick his belt? Of course you can. So you uh, you unbelt John uh, John Butson, and uh, I guess you take the belt back to the Thunder meeting room. Can we take his pants as well, just in case we need them? Of course you do. Of course you can. Um, we don't have to wear them on your head. Um, no, because they've been <laughs> on his bum. It seems obligatory, <laughs> Mike. I think you're going to have to. And and he's been sick, which means there's also a small chance he's shat himself. Um, <laughs> If you recall correctly, there's sick inside one of the legs. One of the uh, one of the legs. Oh gosh, yes. Um, can we take um, John Buttress's belt, uh, John Buttress Butson's belt, <laughs> yes. and uh, and put it on the uh, the projector wheels, please? Of course you can. Now that you look at it, it uh, it fits about perfectly. So the the two wheels are uh, are connected, and you notice that just beyond the wheels there is a a next button. Well, I'm stumped, Alad. We push the next button. You uh, you hear inside the slides chunking around to the next slide, but uh, there's still no light coming out of the projector. Is the bulb gone? Is there a bulb in it? Well, you, you, you can't see. There is, a, there is a sort of like a viewing window on the other side of the projector. So you've got the, the projector lens at the front and you've got like a viewing window at the back, but uh, there's no light in the room, so you can't see through it and it's certainly not projecting onto the screen. Oh, only if only we had a phone that functioned as a torch. <gasps> we have a phone that functions as... You clever goose, Alan. <laughs> Can we, using John Buttress's pants to hold it onto the projector, can we slip the phone with flashlight turned on in, like, the groin part and then hook the rest <laughs> over the front? Of course Like, you can. through the leg holes. Uh, on, onto the back, I presume, so that you can see the picture projected onto the screen. Um, yes, yes, and not his taint marks projected onto the screen, which would be horrible. Of course. So uh, so now you've got the slide projected onto the screen. Um, this just looks like a, like a dirty slide. There's nothing on it. Oh, can we turn the pants around? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm already mixed up. Obviously, no, no. You can see that this slide is definitely um, it's been put in there. It's got some like fingerprints on it, but uh, but this is a blank slide. Uh, would you like to advance through the set of slides to see if there's anything of use? Yes, please. So you uh, you click next, and you hear a kajunk, and there's another dirty slide, and. You do that a few more times and find some more dirty slides. And then, then you find a slide that's got an orange background and some sort of brickwork. And a picture of a <laughs> church is uh, is silhouetted onto the slide. Aha, the church episode, episode oh. number one. Can we go onto the, onto the, the baby, the, the Playmobil, my first computer, please? Um, <laughs> of course you can. And scroll. In fact, it wouldn't even be scroll. It would be go back to the archives um, on the left. Go to September 2018. Yes. Which is when we started. And then go down to the church episode. And then I guess, let's see. I mean, I'm looking. Oh, I, I shouldn't be looking at my end, should I? Um, oh, no, you can. Feel free. And, and listeners, follow along. Please do. Okay. So I'm looking at the church, which came out on September the 25th, 2018. 2018. Oh, so hang on a minute. September is 09? <sighs> 
Yes. Gives you eight numbers. The only question is, are we Americanizing it or not? Well, the fact that we've got... If there's... So, the locker had a four-digit code. So, is that the American date format where they've got year, month, day? No, American format is month, day, year instead of day, month, year. Well, we could always just... On the basis, we've only got two two two-digit numbers, which would be 09 and 25. We could try both, like crazy rebel men. Can we trot across the locker, please? Of course. So you uh, you go back to the locker, and what would you like to do? Can we please, for the first four zero to nine combinations, turn them to two zero one eight? For the second set of um, two tumblers, turn them to zero and nine, and for the third set, turn them to two and five. Correctly identifying an ISO eight six zero one date format. You uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's a, it's a, it's an ISO standard date format. You're teaching me again. <laughs> um, we told you about doing that. The locker clicks open. Well, Alan, we've solved another puzzle. Let's go home. What's inside the locker then? Inside the locker, you see a small contraption with a note saying the room generator 5000. <gasps> what does it look like? Describe it for me. It's a small contraption with a note in it saying the room generator 5000. I was hoping for excruciating detail. Can we take the room generator 5000? And I'm not quite sure how it works, but I guess rub it against the video conference room or something? You uh, you take the room generator 5000 and rub it against the video conferencing room. It makes some marks in the wall. Is there a... I wasn't sure how it worked. Mm-hmm. Is there a button on it somewhere? Uh, nope. Okay, can we shake it up and down really hard? <laughs> I was literally just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, you shake it up and down rather hard several times, and on the last time you do it, uh, you hear a small thing kind of fall loose inside. It doesn't come out, but you can now hear it rattling around. Is uh, Alan, I know you want to break it. <laughs> is there any way we can... Is, does the cover slide off it? There is no is cover. Is there a battery compartment? Nope. Is there a mains power cord coming out of it? I'm afraid not. Is it powered by our imagination? Yes. And also, I will tell you that it looks like it should be big enough to go in the post-in, post-out hatch. Oh. Oh, well, that changes things. Can we put it in the post-in out? So you press the room generator 5000 into the little hatch, and uh, the hatch is locked. It looks like you need two keys to unlock it. Oh, you you devil. Massive prick. Okay. That's a compliment, actually, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I thought Ben had given us a cheeky gimme but what he'd given us was a cheeky slap across the dick um, okay so we've got a puzzle generator 5000 now because Alad's here we should probably ask ourselves do we have anything we could break it with but I do like generating puzzles so I'm not sure that we should Alad if I hold myself rigid like a plank could you use me to as like a bludgeon to uh, to try and crack the puzzle generator 5000 open <laughs> <laughs> Can I not just put it on the floor and jump on it? If you do, you are not escaping this room. Oh. If either of you jump on it, drop it, drop it, drop anything on it, or otherwise damage it, you are not escaping this room. Okay. And you see, this is why I added in to the intro, the if we break anything, we'll lose our deposits. Yes. Now, you see, this isn't strictly true, perhaps, with this uh, scenario. Hmm. <laughs> But um, but in, in general, yes. Okay, so we've got the Puzzle Generator 5000. We have... I feel that we've probably solved the projector room. That feels like a fair assessment. We went through all the slides in the projector, didn't we? You did, yes. Can we take a close look at the toilets? Uh, of course you can. Uh, how close would you like to get? Um, on the basis there's nothing in them. Skin to skin. Well, skin to porcelain skin. You, you rub your stubbled cheek along the smooth porcelain of the of the bowl. As you get towards where the water would normally be, it gets rougher and there's definitely like some lime scale there. Charming. What happens if we take the room generator 5000 near private meeting room number one? You feel a great sense of accomplishment that you've 
dragged it across the room again. Woohoo! Now, what could we... So, literally, the, the Room Generator 5000 is a box with Room Generator 5000 on it and something inside and no other distinguishing features whatsoever. Absolutely. It's got a couple of terminals on it, like it might... Um, you know, like how um, old phone batteries did? So, they're like the, the connecting... Like plates. Uh, so when you slotted it into the phone, it would, would connect. It's got like them on it. So it obviously like slots into something in the overall infinite escape room mechanics. Gotcha. Okay. I'm trying to think if it would slot into anything in the overall mechanics of this room. No. I either think. Oh, okay. The <laughs> answer's that. I was going to put. I was going to try <laughs> and put it in the no. photocopier. Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, dear. Ben, ben could right. see that going down a very deep rabbit hole. <laughs> yes. And you've got like three minutes, so, you know, hurry up. <laughs> I put it in Hallowed. Um, Beg your pardon. Can I put it in Hallowed? <laughs> ben, let me out now. Is there any ventilation on this contraption? Like a fan or anything like that? On the Room Generator 5000? Yeah. No. Huh. Um, would the Room Generator fit in the vending machine? No. We could stick it in the dishwasher. Not going to help matters, is it? No. Hmm. Would you like to try? Yes. Yes. You put the room generator 5000 into the dishwasher. You, I presumably close the door. Yep. And I suppose it's now like Schrodinger's uh, room generator 5000. Is it there? Is it not there? I just... You open the door, it's still there. Okay. Well, let's leave it there for now because it's easier than carrying around and getting tired arms. So let's see. Let's just quickly review what we know. So the Thunder presentation room. We have solved the mystery of the projector and the computer in there, I think. Mm -hmm. The video conference room is fake, as are the two um, private meeting rooms. Mm -hmm. There's the private meeting room that had the obvious um, key in, which we've had the mobile phone out of. There was the kitchenette, which we've unblocked the sink of uh, and got the key. Uh, There's the eight desks, which we are yet to solve anything with, which is interesting and we haven't done anything with the vending machine yet and we haven't done anything with the vending machine yet i mean the vending machine almost feels like set dressing just because there's nothing specific on it Ooh, but... ben, vending machine the hatch at the bottom of it ben how big is it um it, the standard size would it fit a meathead no is there anything in there can we put a little handy pose in there and have a ferret about see where the chocolate's fallen down you put your hand in it. it's, it's an open one it's not like uh not like the um chocolate ones which has got the flap on it ah so you uh you put your your hand in and there's obviously like a space that your hand can be and um you reach up to where the the drinks would normally come down and it's blocked off i think uh, mike may be right this uh this probably isn't an actual vending machine okay so there's something going on with the desks oh um can we go to the desk what allard made Yes. Of Ginger Stick Insect Man. Yep. So there was the picture of the ginger children last time. There were. Is the ginger children picture still intact or has it had its faces removed? No, um, no, it is still intact. Okay. So oh, um, so on uh, Creepy Dave's desk or Creepy Gary or whatever, um, Creepy Flesh Man's the, desk. The office is... weirdo's cubicle. So there's the there was a photograph on that desk, wasn't there, of um, the ginger person's children but all the faces were scratched off uh the uh the the picture of the man was was left so everything else was sort of um torn out of the picture should we tear the children out of the picture of the ginger person um yes to 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 mirror the the freaky one you can try if you like yes please you uh you fumble for a while trying to get the photo out of the photo frame and you uh you struggle to make a tear in the in the photo paper you tear the ginger man's face out of the picture you've just ruined a perfectly good picture so on the weirdo's desk mm-hmm. there are photos strewn about right can we take one of those photos and superimpose it on top of the photo frame of the desk from last week so uh, that it looks as though 
It's Ginger Man plus Oh, I've just sussed it. Oh. That's right, Alan. Would you mind if I hop in here? Absolutely not. You crack on. Okay. Hey, Ben, can we take the plate of face meat, please? Yes. Can we chuck it in the man-eating stick insects cage? Because I seem to recall that the stick insects from last week were man-eating, and we have a piece of meat that looks like a man. Uh, you can indeed. You, uh, you get the plate close to the tank, and you hear tiny gnashing of teeth. You slip the uh, the hunk of meat into the tank, and it, it almost fills the tank, to be honest. It's that big. And in front of your eyes, these st- stick insects devour every last morsel of meat. They then sort of lay around. They're, they're exhausted and you can see in the middle of them is a is a little key. I'll grab the key. You, you grab the key. Alan, old chum, would you like to do the honours? Could we put the uh, the sticky in the post-it, post-it box? Uh, of course you can. So you, uh, you've got two keys in there and you, you turn them both around and you hear a little click. And let's post the room generator 5000 through the, the slot, please. You head over to the dishwasher, grab the room generator 5000 and push it through the post-in, post-out hatch. The hatch clicks behind after you push it in and the lights in the room shut off. You hear a creaking, the lights flash back on, and before you can move, a stream of confetti rushes out of the now open doors. Without seconds of hesitation, you rush through the confetti and out of the doors, and you escape! Hey! Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and your favourite podcast app. If you get a chance, please give us a rating and a bit of a review, as it really helps us to reach new ears. You can follow us on Twitter, likes on Facebook, and glance at our gleaming mugs on Instagram. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope to see you next time for another Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.